The website of the National Federation of Demolition Contractors serves a multitude of purposes. It is a hub for NFDC members. It's a news portal, although the news included is only about those within the Federation. Uh, It details who the senior officers are and what medallions they get to wear. And, of course, it allows members to point proudly to their listing and say, look, I'm officially now playing with the big boys. But the website serves another purpose. And that purpose is as a shop window through which to showcase those companies considered worthy of membership. So if you're a main contractor, a local authority, or even a private individual that needs a spot of demolition doing, you can search by region and find a demolition contractor that will be able to help. Now, being listed on the NFDC website does, I'm sure, offer potential clients a certain peace of mind. After all, the NFDC is an organisation with a proud tradition, and it likes to remind us that its members are the very best of the very best. And besides, each member listing shows in clear black and white who among the elite are currently considered compliant. So when you choose a contractor, you're getting the very best of the very best with a compliance cherry on top, right? Not necessarily. I did a quick check on Saturday morning and found that seven of the current NFDC members that have admitted involvement in the bid rigging scandal that is currently being picked over by the CMA are still shown as compliant. The two companies named by the CMA that have not yet admitted uh, admitted involvement, Eris Group and Squib Group, are also shown as compliant. Now, while you're mulling over the fact that you can be compliant while being named in a collusion probe, here's another point. Eris Group said last week that it is being investigated over a site fatality. That hasn't impacted upon its NFDC compliant status either. And Brown and Mason Group was actually fined in the past few weeks over a site death of its own. They too are still shown as compliant. And yet several companies are shown as non-compliant because they didn't submit the site for auditing within the allotted time frame. Now, there is an important distinction to draw here. Compliance in NFDC circles means that a company has successfully passed an NFDC site audit. It doesn't mean that member companies are saintly, angelic, or that they have not been involved in serious or even fatal accidents. And the problem is, the website doesn't make that distinction. It merely says whether a company is compliant or not. And to the client that only deals with demolition occasionally, that is surely open to misunderstanding. At best, it's misleading, but at worst, it could be seen, surely, as misrepresentative of the facts. And there's a bit more to all of this. Kelpray, uh, another of the companies to admit involvement in the bid rigging scandal, is, like all the others, shown as compliant on the NFDC website, and yet it is shown as uncertified under the safety schemes in procurement, or SSIP scheme. Uh, Kelpray built environment was recently named on the £1.1 billion Pagabo demolition and land remediation framework. Now, whether or not the built environment distinction is important, I have no idea. At the same time, I hope you're following this, at the same time, John F. Hunt Regeneration also won a place on the Pagabo framework. Yet it is currently shown as non-compliant on the NFDC website because it has not yet completed a site audit. It is also shown as uncertified under the SSIP scheme too. So, when the NFDC boasted proudly that only NFDC members have been selected to the Pagabo framework, 
it was once again being just a touch disingenuous, as one of those companies had a, th- uh, had a foot through the Federation door, but had not yet satisfied its own standards for membership. So, to avoid confusion, you can be compliant on the NFDC website, even if you have admitted involvement in a bid-rigging scandal. You can be compliant on the NFDC website, even if you have been involved in a fatal site accident. But if you fail to submit a site for auditing in a timely fashion, or if your paperwork is a bit to cock, you are non-compliant. Now, I wonder how many client companies are aware of that distinction. <laughs>